0: There'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash gelb to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy.
1: From page Kufiud Aleph, 111, from the top line, the end of the line. I've just been speaking about... <clears throat> the idea of the halasah the kindling iron, kindling the lights of the menorah, and what that implies in the in the cause of the ascent of the Jewish souls back to their source and godliness and the infinite energy of Hashem. So Aaron is called the tshuvina, the the escort of the queen who uplifts the Jewish souls, um, which the souls are called the candles of Hashem, and each of the seven branches of the menorah, the seven candles of the menorah, represent the seven different types of. Services of Hashem, because each soul has a specific source in one of the seven Midais, the motive attributes of the world of Atzilus, either chesig, V'ru and therefore, stemming from that, will be his specific divine service of Hashem, whether in love or fear. Obviously, he can conclude all the other types of emotions also, but he'll be mainly represented by that idea of love and kindness, or by a severity and judgment, or you know, regimentedness. You know, very regimented, very strict type of person. So those are the seven um, branches of the Meneidah. And the idea of the kindling of the flames of the Meneidah is that Aurin would bring down a great infinite love, unlimited love of Hashem into the Neshamis, so they should, to arouse within them a yearning and desire to be totally become totally absorbed in the source where their souls came from in the essence of Hashem. Just like a Little spark, which is which runs with a great yearning, seemingly you know, figurative yearning to go back and to become absorbed into the great torch, which it came from. So too is this the yearning of the little spark of the soul to become absorbed back in the essence of Hashem. So then we went and spoke about what is this the the essence the idea of the soul? What is the makeup of the soul? The soul, even though it's called the candle of Hashem, and just it's just like a a spark which is separated from the great torch. And meaning even when it's separated it still shines it's still a shiny um it's still a shiny spark so this the soul even even when it's in its source it's still considered just like a this little spark which is separated meaning even when it's in its source before it comes down into enclosing the body it's still considered like this separate entity, but obviously it's still godly um but it's an expression of godliness, how it already comes in, in definition, how it's already come in the realm of limitation. Just like the kalim of the world of Atsilas, the vessels of the world of Atsilas. So nevertheless, they, they souls are these vessels of the Atsilas and the souls are literally godly, and nevertheless, through the descent of the souls from level to level, and they have to go through all the process of creation from the world of Atsilas to Briya and Ats- atsira all the way down to Asya, and to be blown into the physical body that descent has an effect on the outer layer of the soul not on the essence of the soul but on the outer layer of the soul and it causes that the soul should not shine and should not be as felt in the body as it was and has as much as it was revealed when it was in its source so even though it's essential nature of the soul being that it's a literally a piece of godliness has not changed, nevertheless, the light and the revelation of the soul is not, is revealed anymore when it's come down through this process of creation and concealment, especially through the concealment from, between Atsilas and Bria, which is the concealment of Yash Shme'ayin, the concealment of the, a total, almost total concealment, and the light which goes into Bria, even though it's coming from Atsilas, but it's a Urshal tool. it's a totally new light that comes about through a very intense contraction. Therefore, when the soul comes down here, it doesn't have that natural desire to come back to become absorbed in its source. Now, starting at the top line, when, it, when the soul's in its source, and therefore it's still in a state of shining, of being in a revealed state. Therefore, it experiences a yearning to go back to the infinite energy of Hashem. Like it says in the verse. Like the verse says in Shir your that her her burning fire, her burningness is a burning fire, a flame of Hashem, which refers to the soul, how it was still in its source, the soul of every every Jewish person exp- experiences a burning flame fire to go back to Hashem. And also like the saying of the sages, To what are the tzaddikim? which in a general sense can refer to all Jewish souls or all your nation is tzaddikim to, to what are the tzaddikim the righteous ones compared to before the Hashem's divine presence like a candle before a great torch that's only when are they compared to that only when the light of the only when the light of the soul is shining in a revealed way so that's only when the soul is still above it's being enclosed in the physical body when it's experiencing more revelation, that is when the souls are when the souls are compared to uh, compared to like a candle before the great torch, and that's why they're saying in the sages uses the word tzaddikim righteous ones, referring to the soul. Every soul before it descends into the body is in the level of tzaddik, perfect tzaddik. But when this light of the soul is not is not revealed then the yearning the natural yearning the soul has deep in its essence is not revealed so much and especially many even have the soul descends through the process of creation all the chain of creation before it comes into the body just through the descent from that huge contraction and diminishment of um, divine energy between those two worlds is so much that it makes that the light of the soul should not be as revealed and therefore the yearning of the soul should is be as revealed and, but this is even that's even before it comes in the body But especially when it comes down and actually encloses into the body of into the animal soul that the animal soul darkens and conceals the light of the soul in the coarseness and the grubkite of the animal soul. So that in, uh, adds an additional concealment to the light of the, of the neshama. To the extent that there can be, when the soul's is enclosed in the animal soul, in the body, there could be a, a overpowering of this coarseness of the animal soul, of the, of the power, of, of um, the power, the potential of desire which is basically the power of the animal soul which the animal soul just wants to take pleasure and wants to take pleasure in things which are, which it sees are good for it and that's why it like, explains in other places that the animal soul is just a keyach it's just a, a potential for desire it doesn't mean that it has to specifically desire physicality you can convince it also to that that godliness and teriyah are pleasurable to it so but the, but basically, naturally, the animal soul is drawn to animalistic based desires, so when it, the soul is enclosed in the animals in the animal soul, the godly soul is the an animal soul, it really darkens and conceals that flame fire, fiery love of the, of the godly soul to the extent that there can be the overpowering of the coarseness of this animal soul, which desires naturally physicality, the ruach behema of the spirit of the animal and <speaking> to. <in Hebrew> cause to descend into cause to be lowered down god forbid the light of their soul which is called the ruach adam the spirit of man that the, even the spirit of man which refers to the godly soul should also descend so low into coarseness and physicality to be drawn after um, after goofness physicality and bodily things and to be drawn after even um, impure thoughts, which are called dirty garments, which they soiled garments, they soiled that the godly soul wears, so to say, becomes enclosed in and concealed by these dirty, uh, soiled garments. Um, garments which are impure, which impurify, defile the soul. So that is now the soul's really darkened and not experiencing that revelation of that inner yearning that the soul has to become absorbed back into its godly source. And all the more so, somebody who actually stumbles indeed, meaning somebody who actually not just is impur- impurified by impure thoughts, but actually does something which is against Hashem's will, God forbid, Hashem save us, to the extent that it can be such an existence that a person should even extinguish the light of his soul totally, God forbid, and that he should not experience any yearning for godliness because of his deeds, which he had gone against Hashem so much, and he causes the soul to be so darkened and so covered over by the animal soul that he doesn't even experience at all this yearning, the inner yearning of the godly soul. Like a uh, lit candle, that when you bring this candle into a very thick, um, thick air, like a very moldy, like a cellar, a thick, where, where when you're in the cellar, the air there is very thick and very moldy, and you feel it almost when you're walking in the cellar. like it says, like a deep pit. When it's in such a deep pit and the air is so thick, so the light of the candle goes out. So similarly, the the thick air, so to say, which means the you know the gr- the grubkite, the coarseness of the and the moldiness. All figuratively of the animal soul, has the ability to extinguish the light of the soul to the extent that the person should not be sensitive to it at all. And the reason that all this can happen, that the soul should not feel that yearning, that natural yearning that it has essentially within it, is because of the and the because the distance of this little spark, its tiny spark of the soul, from its root and its source. Because that is what happens. Every soul is a spark that just separated out from its main source and godliness in the essence of Hashem when it comes down to this physical world. And even before it comes down to the world, it's already separated out to become a separate entity, a separate existence, its own existence of a soul. The ein ha'ir me'irba, and then the light of the soul does not shine in an revealed way. De'im ha'ir me'irba, Eir. if the light of the soul would shine, And revealed way then nothing would be able to darken or conceal this light of the soul it would not be possible that the animal soul should darken and conceal the godly soul and draw it down into negative things if the godly soul would truly experience a revelation of divine energy and revelation of its own energy and like the Zayar says on the verse Like it says, the verse says, like a soul, a soul when it will sin, and the Zohar says, This is a question. A soul that can sin, how is that possible? When the light and the revelation of the soul, when the soul basically is revealed, it's not possible that the soul should come to any sin or transgression. And all the more so, the soul. A soul of the world of Atzilus—it's not possible. It's not possible to, and it's not connected. It has no relationship to any idea, any sense of of sin, even a even a sin which is hate, like it says here, a a um, accidental sin, uh, not purposeful sin. So a so the soul of Atsilus, meaning either referring to the soul, how it's still in its source in the world of Atzilus. That soul being that experiences a revelation of its own energy, a revelation of God, the energy of the soul, therefore it's not possible to come to any sin. Or a soul of Atsilas, meaning a special soul like the soul of Moshe Rabbeinu, or all the of all any um, Rashi Ibn Yisrael, any heads of the generation. These souls are called souls of Atsilus, even as they descend out here. Their souls are not changed, they don't go through this process of diminishment in the soul. Like explains in Tiny and Peric Bayes. Chapter two, different types of souls, like the different parts of the of the child which are created from the little seed of the father, they just the, the the toenails are created from that, and the brain from that very same seed. Similarly, from the very same piece of godliness which every soul has, different types of souls are created depending on how much they are affected on their descent down to this world. So the Nishamis of Atzulis are not affected at all. They stay the same as they were when they were created, they're brought into being in the world of Zulis. So these world these Nishamis of Atzulis are not Shaykh, um, at all, they're not connected at all to the concept of sinning. Only the fact that the um, the fact that the soul, the light of the soul, has become distant from its source. And not only does it become distant from its source before it encloses the body, but afterwards it encloses into the nefesh the animal soul, that conceals that light of the soul. And the animal soul draws the, pulls the godly soul into its coarseness, the type and to go into uh, permissible, permissible pleasures, meaning to be indulged in permissible eating, and permissible taivus, you know, eating pleasurable things, but not for the sake of Hashem. To the extent that the animal soul can even pull the godly soul to be drawn into forbidden pleasures. And especially when we're talking about lower-level souls, that they don't have such a natural revelation of the soul at all. Meaning, we're talking about souls which were affected very much on their descent down to this world. Therefore, the outer layers of the soul become more coarse, as opposed to the Shamis of Atzilas, which weren't affected at all. So, especially lower-level souls, meaning not obviously in their essence. The essence of every soul is the same. It's a piece of Hashem but souls which were affected very much in their outer layers when their descent down here, uh, that they do not experience so much of a natural revelation of their soul. Uh, These lower souls are more prone to um, this concealment and to be extinguished, to experience a true, an actual extinguishing of their light of the soul, God forbid. Ah, however, with Hashem's <laughs> great kindness upon us, in a din the light of Hashem of the soul, before it becomes extinguished by the darkness of the of the body and the animal soul, immediately before it becomes extinguished totally, Hashem shines upon the soul. The light of this great, infinite, unlimited love of Hashem, the Sheidishemakher Neshama, which comes from the source and the root of the soul it's the neshama, to arouse, to wake up, and to cause to flame the spark of the neshama, even though it's completely distanced from godliness, but it Hashem shines upon it, this great love, to cause the soul to, to return to Hashem, and to become aroused with a great infinite love, which totally transcends the capacity of the limited soul. So basically that's what happens. Even though the the soul can become very far and it can become, even to the extent it can become extinguished and it won't feel at all any revelation of that inner yearning, which it has essentially. But Hashem and His great kindness upon us, before it becomes totally extinguished, Hashem Hashem brings down this infinite love from our source of our souls to wake up our soul and to return to Hashem and to become aroused in a great love. K'mayi amitim. Like, when do we see this kindness of Hashem expressed in this... Uh, by giving us this great love, like right true a true, uh, true repen- uh, people that return to Hashem in repentance <speaking> in <Hebrew> that before they returned to Hashem, they were in the depths of evil God save us and they become aroused in a great repentance, a great feeling to return to Hashem and a true repentance. Um, meaning stemming from the true depths of their, of their beings. They really want to become back to Hashem Rabbi Lezbun ben like the famous story of Rabbi Lezbun Derdayeh, Shagob, b'chiyah, at Shiasu that he basically went off the path of Terramitzis and he did the worst sins and he was on his way to do an even greater, the even greater sin, to go um, with another woman and to have illicit relations. And basically at that, at that moment, um, he had a thought of tshuva, something caused him to have a thought of tshuva, and he cried out with a, such a great cry to Hashem. Actually, <inaudible> to the extent that his soul just left him, departed him. <inaudible> that He was totally transformed. In that one moment, he transformed from a complete Russia to a complete tzaddik. He totally transformed his life because he had a, a, a intense and a true repentance to come back to Hashem. So this is where we see this the idea of the Hashem shining upon the soul from this great love, this infinite love to come back to Hashem. This is what happened to Rabbi Lezabr and Judai. He totally was in the depth of evil and he was aroused to come back in a true repentance to Hashem. The K'mayusha Onureim Gambe Bekal Even, Like we see in the Kal Shabakalim, in the most light of Jewish people, meaning the most irreverent, of Jewish people, and the sinners of Israel, they're the utmost distance from godliness. They have nothing to do with Judaism anymore in a revealed way or with anything godly. And sometimes, all of a sudden, they become awakened. Their, their hearts become awakened with a with a, a arousal of, of repentance. With a broken heart. With a broken heart that their spirit and their heart is broken within them. And all of a sudden becomes totally disgusted with his life, with his life being distanced from Hashem. For at least for a momentarily. So even these very, very reverent Jewish people, very sinners of Israel, they be, once in a while they get this awakening and they become disgusted. What am I doing with my life? Why am I living this life? It has no meaning. This arousal that they experience comes to them from the source and the root of their souls and this great, infinite, unlimited love, which Hashem shines upon their souls in His great kindness to wake them up. And similarly, in this great love, this infinite love, which some souls experience, the people, some souls which are not so far from Hashem, they, experience, of, they also experience this great love, called, um, which are not so far from Hashem. Meaning even religious people, even people that keep the Terem Bitzvah, sometimes all of a sudden they become awakened, uh, aroused with a great love and a great desire, an amazing, wondrous desire, which is not according to the level of, that they are on in their present state at all. So all of a sudden, without any preparation, and doesn't make any sense because they haven't aroused this love. All of a sudden, they experience a wondrous desire and a yearning to come back to Hashem. Without any preparation, he becomes aroused with a great desire. All of a sudden, his heart is very much drawn to Godliness. Then it's very then it's very easy for him to come to a true. Um, great love, un- unlimited love to Hashem. but all of a sudden, from from above, Hashem awakens him and shines upon him the light of his soul, causes it to, causes it to become awakened. And this is the service of Aaron um kindling the flames of the of the menir, the candles of the menorah. That his soul, his soul's purpose is to draw is to Draw down this great love, this infinite love, into the souls of Israel. Which means that he, his purpose was to draw down from the source and the root of every soul to the to the soul how it is enclosed within the body, and to awaken within that soul a its inner yearning, its essential yearning, which it has like a small um, like a small spark which runs and is drawn to a great torch. So the explanation why Aharon specifically was the one who brought down this great love to the to the Jewish souls from their source of their souls to the soul how it is enclosed in the body and aroused within the soul this desire to be like that spark to go back to the great torch Hashem. name who Aleph Har Nun. If you take apart the letters of the of Aaron's name, it's spelled as a Aleph first letter and then har which is mountain and then nun final nun which is a, a long letter extending even past the line where it's um, the bottom line where they usually the letters are written as we'll see this has has a um, hinted meaning here har so what is the the part of his name which is mountain who refers to love kamaim leka vram Shukroi har like the saying of the sages which compare avram to a mountain not like Avraham, who was called a mountain. The meaning of that saying of the sages isn't relevant to here, but we see that Avraham is called a mountain. When What is Avram? Avram is whole. his whole... What he stood for and it, 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 the source of his soul is from chesed. Chesed Avram. And chesed is the is the external... Um, is the expression of Ava, of love. When a person loves somebody else, he wants to do chesed for them. So basically, Avraham... Is the embodiment of love, so therefore Har mountain refers to love. Another connection between a mountain and love. Similarly, like a mountain which sticks up, which is um, sticks up from the ground, so too is this idea of love. I explained in other places that love is a emotion where. Even though it could be a holy love if you love Hashem, you love you want to connect to Hashem, but it's still Yesh Misha'ayev. It's a it's an expression of your own feelings, the person's feelings, the person's own identity, his yeshis. So therefore, it's just like um it's sticking that's that what what hints to this idea of love, which is still the person's existence, is still sticking out, so to say, because it's his emotion as opposed to fear, and which is more idea of bitl. It's not about your emotion, it's about lack of feeling of self it's about surrendering that feeling of self about not feeling that uh, not feeling your own identity when you're have that state of awe of fear so love on the other hand is when you're feeling yourself and that's why it's hinted to by this idea of a mountain which is sticking out off the ground kind of like showing off your own identity its own identity but the so the Aaron, going back to the Aaron, is spelled Aleph and then Har and then Nun. So Har is love. So now we're starting to see the connection because Arim is drawing down this great love. So what type of love did he draw down? Avazu he Aleph Pele And this love which Aaron drew, drew down is from the level level of the Aleph, which is the first letter of his name. Which Aleph is the same le, is the same letters. If you spell Aleph out, it's spelled Aleph Lamid Fei, which spells Pele, which is um, a wonder, wondrous. Mkhinas Pele Elion, which is the supernal wonder. Mkhinas which refers to the essence of the infinite energy of Hashem. The essence of Hashem Shazel. Mkhinas Rabana, which refers to the great infinite, unlimited love we were speaking about before. Shazel Hayim Madrigosi, which that was the level of Aaron. That's why his name is spelled Aleph, referring to that amazing wondrous level of love, har, aleph har, which is love. What type of love? Aleph love, the pella love. Pella also always, um, in, in Hebrew also, um, connotes idea of uh, being separate, being very, le' uh, niflais it's not far from you, it's not separate from you, but here he's saying, so it can refer to something which is totally wondrous and separate from the person, above limitation, above his uh, capacity. Vahanun and the last letter of our Aaron's name, the, Final nun, shuta, then final nun, who she Him ad This refers to that it, that Aaron's job was to draw down that unlimited love ad till very, very low. shagam Shama muster lamata, even the spark of the soul, how it's become separate from its source and how it's become hidden in the physical body and the animal soul. Down here, you should become aroused in this great love. And that is why Aaron's whole service was to kindle the flames of the menorah, or the flames of our souls, because, and that, that's the whole idea. His whole purpose expressed in his name was to draw down this great love to the Jewish souls, to arouse in them a fiery love to come absorbed in their source. So too, that's the whole idea of the lighting of the candles of the menorah is lighting our souls up with that fiery love, with that unlimited love. And this idea of Aaron lighting the flame, lighting the candles of the Madeira, uplifting our souls, also exists today, every time. Even now, the HaTeirah He because in parentheses he says that the uh, Rebbe Shav says the Torah is eternal. It's not something which is just talking about the past or a history book. It's something which is applying every, every moment. So the fact that the Aaron lighting the candles of the Madeira also is existing right now, he's drawing down this great love to the Jewish soul. Shri Nimshak, Next page. That there is drawn down even today a a supernal power, a godly power, from the source and the root of the soul, in order to arouse, to wake up the soul, how it's in, which how it becomes enclosed in the body, to wake it up with that great love, and to ascend, to be to ascend back, to be absorbed in the source of godliness. We'll stop there at the top of Bish Kufu Bay's uh, 112, 112, the second line.
0: Thank you, everybody, for listening to the new podcast, Chassidus. This is Levi Gelb. And if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, org and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Maimur mavur explanation on a maimrim from Teirer Lukute almost every week and there you'll also find a, an archive for all our other or older maimrim that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha on the Yam Teivim and also you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode a little link to become a monthly supporter a partner in this uh, for this podcast, please consider doing that. It will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better. And you can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha. And to do that, please email, email me at rabbigelb at gmail. And we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of, every, of that episode. Thank you very much.